I'm Brittany. And I'm Grant. And this is Wreck Yourself. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wreck Yourself. I'm Brittany. I'm Grant. And we are a podcast about pain. We are no experts on any kind of medical advice. Not but, really an expert on anything, honestly. Well, we are experts on painful experiences. We're so. becoming experts on painful experiences. Grant, have you recently experienced any pain? Um, mm-hmm. I was I was in Mexico without you for a week. So we yeah, didn't see true. each other. I did have an incident where I was doing the lawn and I backed into that fucking agave again. That thing just seems to have it out for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, uh, when I mow the lawn, I go, everybody's got their own tactic. Everybody's got their own style. Right. So I go forward and then I go backward in the same exact spot. So I'm going over you and then I'm going back over you in reverse. Do you do it barefoot? I do do it barefoot. And do you get nervous that you're going to back up over your toes? No, never. But every time a neighbor drives by and sees me doing it without my shoes on, they turn into like my parent and they like cringe and they like don't look because they don't want to see me chop up my little toesies. Well, I don't want to see you chop up your little toesies. I'm pretty, I remember when I was a kid, there was like one of those neighborhood myths that this girl who lived down the street was a ballerina and her parents had her mow the lawn and she ran over her big toe and could no longer be a ballerina because her toe was cut off. Toes are really important in ballet. I know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're so important that they just get destroyed. Brutal. Yeah. But so, okay. So you, you mow the lawn with your bare feet and you do backward forwards and backwards. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm backing up and I went just walked right back into one of the little pointy fucking prongs and it went right into my hamstring and it felt like a pinch because it's obviously really sharp. So I looked back and I didn't see anything and I was like, oh, you know what? It's fine. I keep going. And then as I was going, my leg like just started to get hot and I was like, oh fuck. And I turned around and I looked and there was like a little teensy wincy red dot where you, where I got punctured. So mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm like, oh, man, there's poison shit in my body. It's got to come out. I can't suck the back of my leg. I couldn't reach it because I, I was trying to. I was trying to suck it out. That's why you got to start stretching. That's a good point. So you can suck your own leg. You know how hard it is to suck the back of your hamstring? No, I stretch. So I'm trying to squeeze it out, squeeze it out. And then I was like, all right, I think this is sufficient. And I kept mowing the lawn. And then as I'm going, my knee started to lock up. And I was like, oh, fuck is going on but so and you got poked in the back of the leg yeah and so this is starting to affect the front of your leg right so i looked up um what happens when you get stuck by this and it literally just attacks your joints so my knee started to lock and my ankle started to lock up also so it was like it was really weird um but yeah those those fucking suck those really suck but it's only temporary so what did you do just walked it off and kept going just let it ride Hmm. yeah did you hurt yourself in Mexico at all? There were these flies in Mexico that were like bigger than normal flies, but smaller than like horse flies, but they would bite. And so like anytime they were around, I would f- get really nervous because if they bit you, like it, it hurt, like you could feel it. And that was just probably like 
it was more waiting for it to happen than it actually happening because I only got bit twice. But my dad got bit on his foot by one of those flies and it drew blood. So you got fucked up last night. You were in a lot of pain last night. Yeah, I was in a lot of pain last night and it wasn't. (laughs) Because of an injury, it, well, it's the injury of being born a woman. Right. But yeah, I I woke up in the middle of the night with a pretty severe stomach ache in my lower abdomen, which mm-hmm. is typically where I feel my cramps. And do you did, when this pain was? Did you have your period when this pain was coming? Were you aware of no, your period? No, but it's about that time, mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't like out of my mind. Right. But. I I felt a pretty intense pain, but I also remember that like I had just started exercising again the last two days after being gone and like running typically is like a strenuous activity in your groin area. Um, And I had been feeling a little bit sensitive yesterday while I was running. And so, you know, I, I kind of was like, okay, maybe it's just cramps plus like a muscle strain and it was constant. Like it didn't really wane for a while there was it was just throbbing and I it hurt so bad that I got dizzy and I actually passed out uh luckily in bed and when I woke up uh, I just you kept asking me like are you okay are you okay and I was literally I was like what happened I don't even like why wouldn't I be okay I'd completely forgotten the whole context of our our interaction at that point um but yeah it turns out that it was just some some really really terrible cramps um and it was kind of scary. I mean, I, I just, I don't like being in that much pain. Uh, I can, I can tolerate pain that subsides and comes back in waves and that wasn't happening. Right. And as somebody who tolerates pain really, really well, I've seen you in, in a lot of pain and pain that I would be like, probably acting like I was fucking dying. So the fact that you were showing that you were in that level of pain to the point where you know you were like we may want to go to the the hospital may want to go to the er it was it was really yeah i didn't i didn't object when you suggested that we should go to the hospital i was kind of coming around to the idea but luckily it started to subside and i was starting to feel a few waves of relief and those waves of relief got longer as time went on and then luckily i fell asleep and we were good, uh, yeah. but it was definitely just a really, really frustrating situation. I don't like being in pain. Nobody likes being in pain, especially pain on the inside where you can't, you know, it's different from chipping you a tooth or stepping on a nail or even hitting your heel on the back of a door. You know, it's, it's different cause it's inside and you know, you can tell yourself anything you want. You can tell yourself a million things, but at the end of the day, you can't see it. Yeah. So we actually called my mom in the middle of the night who's an anesthesiologist and a physician. And we asked her, but Hey, she's has this, these intense abdominal pains. And the first thing she said was appendix and Brittany no longer has that. So that couldn't have been the issue. Um, and then the second, I haven't had my appendix for like 15 years. Right. Right. And then the second thing she asked was, um, if you are on your period and it could be cramps. Yeah, no, it was just, it was painful all around. And usually, uh, showers help me feel a little bit of comfort and showers help everything. The shower wasn't really helping me yesterday. Scratch that. (laughs) Well, yeah, it just, it wasn't the right place for me, but I got through it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's interesting because when you mention appendix, I remember the pain of, of having my appendix be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I was 15, I, I think it was probably a Thursday or a Friday. I think it was a Friday because I was wearing my cheerleading uniform. We had a basketball game that night. 
I had to cheer at. And I just remember having like a really bad stomach ache, but kind of like in the center of my stomach, like it was clearly not cramps, like what I knew to be cramps at that point. And so I'm sitting in class and I'm like doubled over and I just, I can't, I can't pay attention. I'm just, I'm really in a lot of pain. And so I go home early. Uh, I wind up coming back to school for the basketball game later that night because Oh man, you can't keep her out. It's well, like Jordan think, in the flu game. I think you can't also keep her out. like you couldn't miss a certain amount of games right. as a cheerleader or you'd be kicked off and like Can I have an aside real quick? Um Oh my god, I'm thinking you're playing in the game. You're a cheerleader. Yeah. Mm, never yeah, mind. I said that. Yeah. Sorry about that. So Yeah, so I'm <laughs> I'm luckily uh cheerleading cheerleading at a basketball game is all done while you're sitting in the bleachers. So I was just sitting down the whole night, but I was downing Gatorade. I couldn't really stand up very much. Like I was much more comfortable kind of leaning over on my side, kind of like reclining a little bit. Um, so then that was Friday night and that was a long weekend. It was Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the, also the weekend of my mom's birthday. My mom, typically her birthday falls around that weekend. Um, and I just remember spending the whole weekend in bed and being really uncomfortable, uh, having just these really sharp pangs. It felt like it, right in the center of my stomach, probably like right behind my belly button. It felt like someone was just like twisting and twist, like a wind up clock almost and like twisting and yeah. twisting and twisting. And just, it was like this very tight, intense throbbing like pain. like there is a limit to this tightening but it keeps going but right. there is a limit right and right. you know with no relief from doing the typical things that you would do in mm-hmm. that type of discomfort so and my mom was just like well it's probably cramps or it's gas you know just you know just stretch your stretch your abdomen you know doing all those I'm bending over in weird in weird positions to try to force air through my body. Um, and that wasn't working. And so I think it was Sunday afternoon and my mom kind of was just like, you know, all right, this has been going on for a few days now. Were you ever in tears, like in pain or were you like, I'm trying to compare it to the pain that you were in last night where I was like, I literally, it's funny because I wasn't crying last night, no. but I was like, you were howling. Yeah. You were howling. It sounded like a wolf getting stabbed. So I think that if I had known what was happening, I would have been crying because I'd be like, what the fuck is going right, on in my body? Right, right. This is scary. Um, but because I thought it was just like really bad cramps or gas, I was just like, this is frustrating and annoying. To your mom's offense, there, uh, there isn't a lot that a good fart can't fix. So, I mean, kudos to your mom for trying to get you to push out a, a big fat one. Yeah, the three-day fart. Dude. The trilogy? You you don't even know about that. The three-day fart? Could you imagine yeah. a fart that just like quietly kept going like for three days? It was just like... I feel like, at a, like that would just be exhausting. Yeah, for your asshole. It's deflating. <laughs> just slowly deflating. Just withering up. I feel Great. like I wouldn't be able Are to inhale shrinking? fast enough. <laughs> um. So So my mom's like, all right, this has been going on long enough that like you've endured enough suffering you've earned a trip to the to the pediatrician she's like let's we're gonna go Mm -hmm. to the pediatrician Mm -hmm. so we're on the way to the pediatrician which is on the way to the hospital and she's like you know what we're gonna go to the er was there something that you think there's something that just clicked in her was like uh, or do you think she was like we're close enough i might as well just like go all the way i think it 
was probably both. I think because we were heading in that direction, she probably was considering the hospital as another option. And then I think also she, I mean, that's another thing that we could ask her, Yeah, you know, but I think that she probably was just like, you know, why not? You know, like if something's really wrong, it, it would be better to just be at the hospital. Absolutely. So we, yeah. So we don't go to the pediatrician. We go to the hospital. My mom drops me off at the, the ER and I literally am like hunched over holding my stomach, like creeping into the ER and we proceed to wait for probably, it felt like three hours might've been one. Who I don't know. I'd imagine you're sweating at that. Like when you're in, when you're in that kind of discomfort, you sweat. So do you think you were sweating a lot? Like I still didn't really know what was going on. And like, it was kind of exciting being in the ER. Like, okay. You know, you kind of like your problems kind of like fall back, you know, they become more unconscious and you're just like watching everything that's happening. There's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. Had you ever been to the ER before? I can't remember, but nothing like pops out. You're in the ER. I'm in the ER waiting. And then they put us in a, in an examination room and then we wait longer and they give me like the, the liquid that you drink uh, for a CAT scan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it'll make my insides glow. And I go in for a CAT scan and they had to put like a saline drip in my arm. Um, and that was like super painful. My, my veins are very sensitive. Ooh. Um, and so I was bruising up already. Like a peach. And they asked me to lay back for this CAT scan and laying back like completely horizontally just was like one of the most uncomfortable positions for me at that point. And so that was, I just stay still for like you know, however long, two minutes, five minutes, I don't even know. Right. Um, and so then, you know, they told us the results and they were like, yeah, um, so you, ha- your appendix is inflamed. We're going to have to remove it. And before we got the news, I was like, it'd be pretty cool to have to get surgery. And then when I found out, I was like, I, I don't want <laughs> to get surgery. This is so scary. I'm going to die. Like, th- th- I don't trust this. They're like, what opening the, up your body while you're happen? alive. They're opening up your body while you're alive. But the saving grace was that it would be in the morning. So, like, I didn't have to think about it next morning. And so I'd be like, throw me in there they, now. Well, well, so they they wheel me in to the room to for me to sleep, and they're going to come get me in the next morning. Okay, you're staying in the hospital. Yeah, okay. and maybe maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, they come back in and they're like, you know what? Your appendix has advanced too far in its in its inf- inflammation. We have to take it out tonight. Dude, Emergency surgery. You were trying to catch it by surprise. You know what I mean? Now the appendix is, it's awake. You're there. It's like, oh shit, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, found it's out. out. Yeah, it's out it's of like, the house. Oh, it's like, ah, fuck, I'm found. Doesn't so, it have its its usual Now it's striking back. Comfort. Dude. Now things like, oh, you guys find me? I'm going to show you who's boss. Yeah, they got it. They they backed it up against a wall and they cut that thing out. And so um, <laughs> when I went in to, this oh, is so funny, I, 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 I had my part. period. I remember this part. Funny how things happen. Full circle. Um, Full cycle. <laughs> That's great. That's um, great. And so the doctor who is going to be performing the surgery on me was pretty handsome. And I remember like my mom was with me like as they're like about to put me under and I turn to my mom and I'm just like, oh my God, I still have my tampon in. And my mom's like, okay, no problem. And she's like, they'll, they'll take care of it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like honestly, probably too drowsy to even like 
think about anything else. And so I wake up, surgery went fine, uh, find out that I had had gangrene in my appendix, which only made me think of the Powerpuff Girls. The worst gang. The gangrene gang. The gangrene gang, yeah, absolutely. Um, But when I woke up, I was informed that my handsome doctor was the one who so kindly removed my tampon before surgery. Um, and so I was mortified, but luckily, uh, I, I'd never had to face him again. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very painful experience. Yeah. Not bad. But I'm glad to say that I survived it. Uh, they said that if I had gone another day without medical attention, it probably would not have ended so well. Um, I think that my appendix probably would have burst. Uh, and with the gangrene, I think that it would have wrecked my blood system. Oh, shit. Might have gotten sepsis from the inside out. Oh, my God. It would be fucked. Anytime I hear that story from you, I immediately, like, anytime I have stomach pain close to following that story i always think that it's my appendix that's blowing up in my stomach well you're not alone after that happened to me every single person that i knew would constantly ask me where's your appendix i think i i think i'm i'm having an appendicitis attack and usually it wouldn't it wouldn't be that i mean any time that i've ever told somebody that oh yeah that is where your appendix is like it still hasn't been appendicitis and so i don't I think I know maybe one other person who recently got their appendix taken out, but I honestly can't remember. So uh, whoever you are, if you want to remind me, that would be great. Um, But yeah, I don't know a lot of people who don't have their appendix. Yeah, that's, that's super scary. It's super scary, especially because the, when you have pain on the inside of your body, it's, it's literally like a gamble, right? Where it could be a stomach ache and you're like, oh, this is nothing. Or it could be a stomach ache like you're having and it could legitimately be life or death, you know? Right. Or right. It could be a stomach ache where you you have gas. Mm-hmm. It could be a stomach ache where you have an ovarian cyst. It could be a stomach ache where in my, like my father's case, it could be a stomach ache to a telltale sign of a massive heart attack. Right. You know? So it's, it's really crazy. So all you hypochondriacs out there, there's some basis to your, uh, your neuroses. For me, when it comes to like the hypochondria, is that, is that the best way to say it? Hypochondria? Hypochondria, yeah. yeah. Um, my biggest thing is uh, my chest and my heart. After that happened to my dad, after he had the quadruple bypass surgery and a, and a, a huge heart attack when he first opened his, his restaurant here in Boca. Um, after that happened, I was just like, damn, that, like, you, you, that can just happen to you. You know, and there's really no, obviously there's things you can do to, to be preventative. And obviously you eat right, you take care of your body, you exercise. Um, but there's so many people out there who are completely healthy and then still get hit with uh, gangrene of the appendix or a heart attack or an aneurysm. You know, there's so many things that are just like that get thrown on in a, a spur of the moment that, you know, if you go, oh, this isn't that big of a deal, it could be really, really, really fucking terrible for you. I think the first question that's really important to ask somebody when it comes to like a pain scale, right? I know that we talked about the face as a smiley face, but if we're going to do, sure. if we're going to do one to 10, right? You need to determine what a 10 is. Okay. I didn't. So what's a 10 in your, you, I, people can't say I've never had a 10 because you have, what is your 10? Like what is your version of a 10? My 10 is when I hit my face on that limo. Oh, and you the bruised, uh-huh. limo, but Okay. I'm going to save that story. Okay, no, yeah, definitely save that, that story. That definitely is my 10. Okay, so sure. that being a 10, um, where would you rank that 
appendix pain at the peak. Seven and a half, eight. Yeah, that's that's fucking that's a that's crazy. Last night I would say was definitely like a solid eight, eight and a half. Wow. Wow. It was it was bad. And I think persistence of pain makes it mm-hmm. almost worse. Like if it's something just really quick and not long lasting, yeah. it might not ever register as a 10. But if it was the same, the same pain feeling, but just sustained for longer, it might become a 10, right. you know? I, and right. I think that there are so many factors that come in to the perception of pain. And that's what makes it so interesting to me. That's why I love having these conversations with you. That's why I want to hear other people's stories. Yeah. I, I really want, you know, if you guys are listening and you feel like you have a story that you want to tell, we want to hear it. Uh, we want to talk about your painful experiences with you. Um, and we want to just understand how you perceive pain and you know in a world where everything feels like we have to make meaning out of it ourselves being able to just talk about something that's true to us and we we can define in our own way is is a really empowering thing and it's it's a really it's such an interesting way to connect with people through pain also obviously you can connect through like emotional trauma and that sort of thing but when you and and happiness and and great experiences but but physical pain is really interesting to hear from different people for example your pain in the in the appendix like I've I wouldn't have no idea what that's like so to hear what what you felt is super interesting yeah it's 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 just it's an interesting experience to to have pain um as a person pain is very it's tied to obviously you know what i mean your your brain right well it's survival right but and then there's also people i mean you look at things like like torture for example right Some people love it i think that's like a different topic no but no i think but i think that's that's another interesting avenue of yeah. pain. Some people crave pain and not in a way where they're, they feel like they deserve to be punished. Right. But there's people who it's, it's a fetish for them. Yeah. Like you have the people who hang from the hooks, right? right. They're like, like, or, oh my God. you know, for me, like getting a tattoo is painful, but mm-hmm. it's a meaningful pain. And it honestly, the perception of it is not pain. It's just like, this is part of the process. Even last night when I, I started like doing some breathing, just like, <sighs> you know, like almost like Lamaze classes, you know, turning into a monk, the pain didn't change, but my processing of the pain changed. And I was just able to kind of accept that, like, okay, this is what's happening right now. Like, I'm not going to push it. I'm just going to like, let it be what it is, you know? And I think there's, there's a lot to be taken from that as a personal experience. Right. And it's, um, if you've been through a pain before, like the only thing that I can really you didn't die. Right. The only thing that I can really equate this to, um, like the familiarity and almost like, not, I don't want to say like getting off on pain, but in football for me, right? Where I would get tackled. <laughs> I know it's really funny. Everyday but, tackles. Yeah. Just always, I'm ready for it. Still, still right. But in football, you literally run into each other, beat the shit out of each other every play all the time. And it's literally just like just constant wear on your body full speed hitting each other part of the game right but there's something but like if you had a conversation with uh, a collegiate football player professional football player something like that um 
they would tell you that they enjoy the physicality of it. Like they enjoy the hitting. They get off on the on the the contact of it. Maybe uh, they just really love getting a quarter zone shot afterwards. I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation. But but seriously, where I mean, you can even look at boxers, or or UFC. UFC to me is I, that is our next guest. I want a UFC fighter as our next guest because we can't guarantee that that's our next guest. But it it we we hope to have a guest. Yeah, I, I really would love to to have a conversation with with one of you guys or gals because I want to hear why you do this. I want to know like why and how and how like and how and how. But I really want to know why is there no pads on the elbows and the knees, but they put pads on the fists? What the fuck is the point of that? If you can hit somebody with your elbow and your knee. You might as well just take the gloves off. Just beat the shit out of each other with your bare knuckles. I wonder what you need to turn on to deliver that kind of pain in your brain. To receive it. Like I feel like you enter a fight and you're you have to suspend your will to live or care about yourself. Like it has to just be like this primal thing. Like, you know, they say like when you're when you're like in a sexual situation, they say that your perception of pain becomes duller that's why like you can tolerate more like pain you know like getting your back scratched what are you what are you what are you getting at as far as these fighters well no i think that there's probably a similar chemical flow happening in their brains that like a dopamine rush or something that's just causing their pain perception to to be less that's where that saying comes from are we fighting are we fucking Maybe they're doing both. That's Bruce Buffer. What he does, he goes, let's get ready to fight and fuck. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm, I'm very, very interested to get even like deeper into internal pain. And how do you, how do you react to a pain that you can't see? It's a good question. So I think that's enough pain for one day. We're going to wrap this up. See you guys again next Sunday with some more stories of pain. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at wreckyourself underscore pod. Slide into our DMs. Let us know if you want to be on the show. We'd love to have you. And that is another episode of But in the legal system of my God, I am a man.